yo, what it do, baby boo? Welcome, guys, to the 30-minute podcast with me, your host, Tito. And for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, you can tell right off the bat that I look a, a little bit different. First of all, I'm wearing a baseball hat backwards. Well, I've done that before. But um, I'm also wearing sunshades indoors like, <laughs> like an entertainer. <laughs> now, the reason for this is because all week my eyes have been itching. And just before I started recording, my eyes started itching again and I was scratching it. So I'm worried that I may have at least one red eye. So, yeah, I decided to wear the shades to try and conceal that and not to freak you guys out. I'll probably take it off eventually and wear my normal glasses because honestly wearing shades indoors is, is it feels kind of weird you know i'm i hope i'm looking at the camera right now and not you know at the front door um to, well before i dive into today's episode i was about to say what i'll be talking about on today's episode is dash 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 but first i want to thank you guys for well, those of you who took part in the q a that i did on my insta stories last weekend um if you remember in last week's episode i said i'll be doing a q and q a last weekend and this weekend as well and i'll be answering the questions that you guys asked me in that in those q and a's i'll be answering the questions at the end of the month the final episode of this month august so thanks for taking part you can still take part again this weekend if you want to make your questions exciting and yeah i look forward to filming that episode later on this month um what else this is not just an audio podcast by the way you know shout out to all of you listening on apple Podcasts, google podcast and spotify and vibeo which is run by a friend of mine um but if you're watching this on youtube where i'm more frequent i should say if you're watching this on youtube please guys remember to like the video by clicking on the like button and subscribe to the channel as well by clicking on the black subscribe button doing those things um it's very very important because it shows that you guys are engaging with the content that you like the content and it encourages me to come back week after week to do this podcast so please once again like and subscribe and feel free to share this podcast with anyone who you feel may enjoy it that said and done it's time to dive into today's episode. The topic today is does physical attraction really matter in like dating and in marriage? And this is taken from a video I saw from um, Pastor Pastors Kingsley and Mildred Okonkwo on YouTube, right? Uh, for those of you who may not know them, they're some pretty popular pastors here in Lagos, Nigeria. They have a very buoyant ministry concerning marriage and dating you know for singles and for newlyweds and whatnot uh, and they have like a, they have their individual youtube channels which are doing incredibly well and i stumbled on this video does physical attraction really matter they tackle this topic in their video from a an objective standpoint because they do agree that yes liking someone is important but it shouldn't be the main thing that you base your decision the decisions on and they also tackle it from they come at it from scripture as well and you know for those of you who may not know on this uh, podcast uh, i i'm a born again christian so there's a lot of uh, christian stuff infused into my content i'm actually at this point getting worried this is episode seven and i think this is like the fourth episode that is at least loosely tied to faith <laughs> and i'm worried about my my podcast being looking like or being identified particularly by youtube as a faith you know channel or a faith podcast it's not meant to be just that it's meant to be other things but i digress so yes back to the topic that's what i'm going to be talking about i'm going to highlight a few things that they said in their video three main things essentially and then i'm also going to give my opinion on how i feel about physical attraction as it pertains to 
dating and marriage and then uh, finally i'll talk about my takeaways because uh, since watching this video of theirs my my outlook on the importance of the physical has changed so i'll talk about how things have changed for me at the end of the video now let's start off by looking at their first point by the way you can find their video on youtube i'll put a link to it in the description box of this um, episode of the podcast in case you want to check out their i think it's a 50 minute video and they say a whole lot of fantastic things there's so many nuggets and so many good points in it but because you know i only have 30 minutes to deal with the topic i'm just going to take away my um key points or key um things that i gleaned from their video the first of which was most people are well pastor kingsley said this right he said most people are rigid on the externals but flexible on the eternal on the internal. i almost said the eternals i take that again most people are flexible about the externals and um rigid about the internals when it should actually be the other way around now in my usual fashion i'm going to play the video for you guys so you can hear from the man and his wife themselves okay problem so let's let's look at let's take it let, let's start to help people renew their minds okay. let's start so first thing first you know what does god have we've already established that we're not saying you marry who we don't like so yes. let's get that clear yes. so but let's start now how does god talk about physical attraction because in most people's list of who they want or what kind of person they want to marry they are rigid on the externals mm -hmm. and flexible on the internals. internals and it should be the other way around you should be rigid on the internals and flexible, and flexible on the outer yeah, externals. Yeah. That's that's where that's that's the first problem. So this ladies, I'm using ladies particularly. I'm attacking the women today. <laughs> okay, so on that point, being rigid about the externals. A lot of us young people these days, you know, we're very rigid or particular about the externals, i.e., the physical, rather than on the internals. You know how the the values and the personality of the individual, and it's wrong according to Pastor um, Kingsley. He has a very good point i'm also guilty of this but i think it's not um baseless i mean it's so much easier to determine what works for you or what you like when it's something that is tangible something that you can see as opposed to something that you can't see i mean think of it like and i hate to use a car analogy think of it as driving past a you know or walking past a uh, car showroom or where they sell cars essentially you know you want to buy a new car you know that you don't want an SUV. You want like a sedan or a saloon car. That's physical, you know. And you that's that's an easy thing to identify. You see a sedan, you see an SUV side by side. You know that obviously the SUV is, you know, out of it or the pickup truck is out of it because that's not what you want. You want a sedan or you want a saloon car. So that that's why it's so much easier to identify the physical things that you like and to base your decision based or, um, yeah, base your decision based. That's like tautology, but you get what I mean. Based on the physical now you may also want to now that's on the physical on the internal all still sticking with the car analogy maybe you want a v8 engine or something like that like a really powerful engine you want a manual no, a manual transmission rather than the more popular automatic transmission so these are like internal things that you can't tell by looking at the car from outside you know the on the road you know from out like outside the showroom so with those things finding out the internal things requires you to get a bit closer to the car to under to see what's underneath the hood to ask a few questions and all that so 
it's a bit harder to make a decision especially in the early stage based on the in internals but it's much easier to make a decision based on the externals so i see why a lot of people choose or yeah choose who they who they'll date or who they'll settle down with based on how the person looks because that's one because both matter so it seems like it's easier to get the easier you know uh, element or metric out of the way that being the physical However, I do see Pastor Kingsley's point of it being wrong. Now, bringing this thing to me, personalizing it, right? I, yes, I um, emphasize the physical a lot. And I, I've been doing it for a lot of years. It's probably part of the reasons or one of the reasons why I'm still single. Um, I, I have an idea of the kind of woman physically that I want to, <laughs> to settle down with. And... Um, I agree it's it's it may be faulty or wrong thinking but why I do this or why this is and it not an issue but why the physical is important to me is because I'm very anti infidelity and adultery I I don't I don't want to cheat by God's grace I will not cheat um I so one of the efforts or tactics that I'm putting in place or I plan to put in place to not cheat is to make sure that I marry somebody that is my f spec physically, that I like physically. Because my worry or my concern is that what if, assuming I like tall women, right? That's what I like. That's what I'm attracted to normally. But I end up settling down with a shorter woman. I worry that for the rest of my marriage, tall, attractive women that I see everywhere will be a temptation to me and it will make it harder for me to stay faithful to my wife, even though I'm, you know, be, being faithful to your partner is so much more than, you know, the physical. But there's a way, when I feel like when you marry your spec, whether physically or otherwise, it makes being faithful to your partner a whole lot easier than when you compromise or sacrifice. I'm sure you guys get what I mean. So that's why for me, I really want to marry somebody who is my spec physically. That's why the physical really does matter to me. This may not be the right way to go about things, but that's how I've rationalized it all these years. And I know what you're thinking. How's that worked for you all these years, Tito? <laughs> so yes, like I did say, I'm, I'm going to be changing a few things, you know, now that I've watched this video, now that um, the Holy Spirit has placed a few things on my heart based on what Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Mildred have said. But largely that's been my thinking i want to end up with my spec because it will make it easier for me to stay faithful to my spouse so the okunkwas they tackle it also from the scripture and you know pastor kingsley says what does god say about you know the physical and the outward he and he he said that in the video i'm not going to play it but you can watch the video later he says that in the in scripture many times when god refers to the outward he contrasts it with the inward and god often talks about how the external or the outward is not as important as the inward let's take some of the scriptures one of which was i believe proverbs thirty-one thirty, and then another one from i don't know if it was first or second corinthians so right uh proverbs chapter thirty-one thirty says where is it Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. A very popular scripture, right? Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that fears the Lord shall be praised. Now, next, 2 Corinthians um, 4.16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, 
yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Um, other scriptures that um, the Okonkwa's referenced concerning this point were um, 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, and 1 Peter 3, verses 3 to 4. Feel free to check them out later. And also Proverbs eleven twenty two, And, you know, I think basically what Pastor Kingsley was getting at was how God says, you know, the things that are on the inside matter so much more than the things that are on the outside. Granted, but honestly, people like what they like. And it's, it's, I, people don't want to feel like they've been handed the short end of the stick. And to build on that point as well, there are lots of people in maybe like the, re, the last 20 years who have listened to men of God and listened to, you know, Christianity and faith and all that and overlooked what they like in terms of their spec, be it physically or otherwise. And they've gone with, okay, he's a nice guy, uh, he's kind or just some some other things to compensate or that that justify them settling with a with a man or a woman only for them to realize a little bit down the road that it wasn't worth it because the guy or the woman ended up cheating was you know abusive was um a liar was just a downright nasty person and it hurts the more because they overlooked their normal requirements or their normal specs in order to settle down with this person. Do you get what I mean? So lots of people in, you know, the Christian faith that I can speak of anyway, have felt shortchanged. And, you know, some have even ended up, you know, getting divorced because they overlooked what they actually like and decided to just, you know, listen to the, the preacher or the pastor who said, look, overlook all those, all those carnal, worldly, physical things and just, you know, focus on the basics. But at the end of the day, the relationship or the marriage um, hits the rocks. So yeah, um, that's my view on the physical versus the uh, internal and uh, just some scriptural backing as well. Uh, let's move on to the next point. And this next point is quite peculiar. It's quite, not peculiar, it's interesting in the sense that just before they state the point, something interesting happens. So yeah, let me play that one for you. We'll move into, is that the, your, you, that people need to learn is that your feelings doesn't work independently of it of, of, them, of itself. So your, feelings don't work. Your, your feelings don't work independently of it. So a lot of people think, oh, I've met this guy. Let me, like let me pause it right there. Did you guys see what happened? Pastor Kingsley made a mistake, right? And um, his wife just lovingly and you know calmly corrected him. And that in itself, that is a huge message on just being teachable, you know, in a relationship. That they're about to make a point, but I think the point that we just witnessed in that video is an even an even greater point than what they're about to say. It shows, right, that I mean, couples make mistakes, and um, ideally they should be open to being corrected or being teachable, right? And I assume that with Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Mildred, sometimes um, Pastor Kingsley maybe doesn't get some you know sentences or tenses right, and you know his loving wife, you know, lovingly corrects him you know kudos to two of them because for many people in marriages they don't take to correction or being open to be taught new things or to essentially be corrected for some other couples what just happened could have caused a huge fight could have caused a huge like the next world war in that home but they handle it with grace and you can tell that it's something that i mean they're 18 years married now 
it's probably been you know going on for a, a few years but it's a good sign it's a good thing and i think it's every it should be everyone's prayer to have a partner that has a teachable spirit that is willing to learn the um and open to learning the right ways to do things rather than just you know locking up and saying i know it all or you know you can't correct me who are you to correct me take it like that that's how you married me this is how i speak this is how i do things no so um that in itself witnessing that that was like the, one of the real key takeaways from me from this video. Now, let's hear what they were actually saying or the point that Pastor Kingsley was making in that moment. Like I said, one of the people, I was actually too curious because I knew like I knew my name that this, this thing is just in this girl's mind. It's not a real thing. I said, send me this guy's picture and I'll track it. And I said, the guy, there's nothing wrong with this guy. This guy is just a normal, regular guy. He's not ugly. But she, because she has an image, and women, image. women deal with that a lot. They have an image of what handsome looks, of what, what this thing should look like. And again, social media is not helping us. See, all these things were specked into you. Mm. So you're working with an image of one popular celebrity, one image of one actor, one pastor, one whatever it is, you, you know, that you have, some, some have, you've even created them out of three or four people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the point here that I believe Pastor Kingsley was driving at was how your feelings don't work independently. Essentially, what he means is that for me, for example, or take me, for example, while assuming <laughs> I'm, about, I'm not regretting saying take me, for example. Okay. Often when people ask me what my spec is, right? I don't mention the features, but I list people who I, you know, think are hot and I wouldn't mind ending up with, you know, if I could have, if I had a genie with three wishes or something like that. I think Nancy Sima is really attractive, Beverly Naya and Chloe Bailey, you know, these are very attractive women and those are my specs, right? Now, you could argue, and I think this is based or, or this is similar to the point that Pastor Kingsley is making that these w women are my spec because these are what society has said is like they're examples of what society has said is the beauty standard from childhood you know to teenage years to adulthood it's women like them that the media has uh, pushed as being the standards for beauty as being appealing as being desirable and subconsciously myself and like billions of other people on the planet you've accepted that this is what is beautiful this is what we should aspire to be like or to have in our lives as a partner so while i may think that those women are what i want it's what as pastor kingsley said has been specked into me because what is the imagery and the subliminals that have been fed for decades and decades that has made me feel like this is the kind of woman that i want to be with do you get what i'm saying and the same for women as well. There are men that, you know, they see or they've been seeing through the years, the ideal man, you know, with a with washboard abs, a broad chest and all that, a fantastic beard, a great smile. This is what mass media has sold to us for decades and decades, consciously or subconsciously, as the, the standard. So that's not what we aspire to. At the end of the day, it's, it's what we've been fed. And what how does it even... What does it do for you <laughs> at the end of the day you know if yeah you get somebody who looks like that and everyone assumes or somebody everyone agrees that she's the standard or, or he's the standard of beauty but yeah then what so that was a huge revelation as, as well yeah and i think that what they said in the video is that the solution to this is renewing your mind you know having like waking up 
and realizing that you're you are in the matrix all all along that this isn't like the reality of situations or you it shouldn't be your reality and just disconnecting from the matrix and matrix and seeing things clearly and differently from a different perspective so yeah renewing your mind and uh, asking god inviting god to like dictate your thoughts and to have his will done in your life as opposed to what you think is your will concerning who should be your future partner so that was a great point as well let's move on to the final point because we're fast running out of time yes and you don't even like cutting your hair you know because you're okay so before they get to the point right the point the third point was how it's okay to and this is something that i've struggled with for a while whether or not it's okay to change your partner to try and change them and fashion them to the kind of person you would like them to be because you know someone told me a long time ago that as you see the person that you're going to marry on the day of your wedding that's the best version of them that you're ever going to see from then on they are not going to be as fantastic in your eyes it's like it's pretty much downhill from there and you can't get them to change for you or for even for themselves right but i have a different way of seeing it now um pastor mildred in the clip we're about to listen to says she talks about how she told how pastor kingsley was not her spec back when they first met each other physically he was a nice person who was kind he had leadership qualities he had a great relationship with god internally he had the requirements but physically he did not have the requirements that she was looking for because he was light-skinned she didn't want somebody light-skinned he was very slim <laughs> if you watch this video and you see some throwback pictures of pastor kingsley you'll be shocked he was like as slim as me i was like wow so <laughs> there's there's hope for me so yeah he was light-skinned he was slim he didn't have like she didn't like his the shape of his head apparently um but even while they were still dating she was able to change him you know first of all she suggested to him that he grows his hair out you know and he grew an afro and he decided that that was working for him and she liked it was working for her also she was bringing food to him and she 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 essentially fed him a bit and he started filling out and he's now a bit more he's well he got more stocky in their dating and courtship years and well today we give we give god glory <laughs> i should stop drinking <clears throat> video chocolate while doing this podcast because it gives me the hiccups i think from next the next episode i'll be drinking something else point i'm making is she pretty much said that she changed her husband intentionally she got him to change to be the kind of man that she wanted and he went with it and it's not as if she did it under his nose i think he actually knew you know that this is what she wanted to do what she was trying to do and he went with it so the point that i took from this is that it's not a bad thing to want to change your partner especially it's not always bad if it's malicious though and if it's for the wrong reasons it can be bad but it's okay if it's something that they agree to if you carry them along if you if you inform them and if it works for them as well then why not for example myself when i get married or whoever i meet and eventually date and court and settle down with i like physical fitness to be a part of my life and hers as well i'd like for her to remain fit you know for the you know majority if not the totality or entirety of our marriage so working out going to the gym that kind of stuff even if i need to because i'm not going to ask for something that i'm not going to provide or do myself you know so even if it means both of us going to the gym so that we can stay fit and healthy i'm willing to do that but i will tell her that that's something that i really want and desire and now based on this i've, I've because i used to worry that you know is it right to try and 
get my my future wife to stay fit and go to the gym and to remain you know a certain kind of figure or whatever but from what i've seen in this video it's not such a bad thing especially if they're open to it and that's another quality right that you should look for regarding the internals of the person that you're going to settle down with earlier i mentioned the teachable spirit that's one thing but another thing also is the willingness to change because if you meet somebody who um or if you wind up or settle down with somebody who they do not want to change who is very adamant who is very incredibly rigid then that's a problem because it's one thing for you to want them to change another thing for them to actually agree to change or to be willing to change so that's something you know that one needs to look out for as well and that's something that i'll look out for too especially now that i'm open to the fact that it's not a bad thing to try and get your partner to change for themselves or for you given certain you know um caveats right but let's listen to what pastor mildred has to say on this topic so when he said, I said, why don't you just grow an afro? So you don't have to cut your, your hair once in a month. So I remember saying to you yes, then that, you know, just, yes, just grow an afro. You know, you don't even like to cut your hair. And then you started growing the afro and you immediately started looking better. You know, and then at the time to sometimes, maybe I'm coming to the house, I'll just bring food from my house, you know. Oh, I made this one, it tastes this, all those kind of things. And then you start feeling out nicely, even though now you feel that a bit too nicely. But ah, at the time... Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Is that yeah. nice? He said looking better, mm -hmm. you know. And so God said, these things that you're complaining about can be changed. Now you're even dark in complexion. Because when I met you, we're the same, we're the same color now. But yeah. now, yeah, we're literally the same mm -hmm. color. Mm -hmm. But now, power bike riding life, become darker, yeah. and it's a nice tan. It's not completely black, it's a nice tan. Yeah. So all those things I wasn't complaining about, interestingly, have been fixed now. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I thank God that I listened and I was able to renew my mind. I kept asking myself, would I rather take somebody who's a fine boy and all the things I want are missing? Yeah. You know, that's a big sacrifice. So it's not something that I think you should just throw away because of looks. Yeah. A lot of times, looks can even be worked on. Yeah. That's the truth. That's if somebody's too fat, they can lose weight. Somebody's too thin, they can add weight. Somebody's hair looks funny, they can add extensions or they can... I mean, those things are always... If somebody is too dark, you can't change your mind to like the person like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. There's always ways around it. Okay, so listening to this, I just remembered a couple more things about um, the things that we hold on to, those specs, right? Especially the physical ones. From what Pastor Mildred said, sometimes things that matter to to mattered to you like five, ten years ago, they don't matter to you anymore, right? Today, you know. So when you're saying that I want a partner who has this or who does this, right? You need to f ask yourself, will this thing matter to me further down the road, five years down the road, 10 years down the road? How important are they? You know, are they that important that I will rule this person off or not pursue things with this person? Will they matter? This, this issue or this whatever, this uh, feature or this quality matter to me five or 10 years down the road? And another thing which is tied to what I said earlier is sometimes these things can change you know like how she changed pastor kingsley you know she he was slim she didn't like that that is something that could be changed so sometimes these qualities that we feel like our partner does not have while we're talking to them or dating them or considering them as a boyfriend or girlfriend they can actually be changed over the over time through the years so you know it shouldn't be hard and fast rules you know concerning a lot of these things sometimes another impor important thing that pastor mildred said was uh being vulnerable with god and you know having a relationship with the holy spirit because when she was conflicted about whether or not to 
accept Pastor Kingsley's advances, she said that she talked to God and she reasoned with God. And, you know, God ministered to her that and said, okay, look, these things, like the ones I just mentioned about him being slim, his hair and all that. She, she, God pretty much told her that, look, these things can be adjusted. These things can be changed. But lots of people these days, Pastor, Pastor Mildred said this, don't have that relationship with the Holy Spirit and with God. And they really don't invite God into these decisions of who they're going to settle down with and who they should date. Because if they did, God will reveal so many things to them and even show them that certain, some of these things that you're holding on to so tightly, may not they don't matter. And they may even op- God may even open your eyes up to some of the things that actually do matter. Some some qualities that this person have has that are incredibly valuable, incredibly rare that you or that you should actually be looking at. And now I'm pretty much coming to my takeaways from this uh, video that I realized from watching this is that I think I personally need to involve God. I've known it for a while. You know, they say prayer about your future spouse. Pray about who you are going to settle down with, wherever you know, whoever the wherever the person is, and just the future that two of you are going to have together. Pray and all that. There's that, but also inviting God to um, take charge and to help you not stand in your own way concerning who he, who he has for you or his assignment for you in life or his appointment, rather I should say, his appointment for you as a partner, as a life partner. You know, so just you getting out of your own head and his way prevailing over your desires you know god will give you the desires of your heart no doubt but some of them are they are not from god <laughs> i laugh because a lot of my desires are yeah anyway um yeah <laughs> essentially i think you guys get what i mean invite god into this whole experience of um figuring out who you should spend the rest of your life with that's important another takeaway is Identifying the internal things, the values and the qualities internally that I should, that I prioritize. Because if you were to ask me right now what I look for in a woman that I want to date or settle down with, I'd off the bat tell you a few physical things. I have them like at my fingertips. I can say what I want her to look like physically. But if you say, okay, how about her characteristics or her personality? What do you want that to look like or those things to look like? It will take a little bit longer because I haven't really identified. I've identified them, but they're like scattered. I need to like list them out so that I can have those at the, at my fingertips as well. And that's that shows that I don't, like Pastor Kingsley said, I personally don't prioritize those internals as much as I prioritize the externals. And that, my friends, is very wrong. So uh, is there another takeaway? Yes. The third takeaway is that change is good. Um, change, is, change is normal because whether you like it or not, if you settle down, if you don't settle down, you're going to change through the years, right? So don't we shouldn't necessarily feel guilty about wanting our partners to change. Just as long as you carry them along, or as long as it's a series of conversations, as long as it it makes sense to both of you, and as long as it's um, reciprocal, because you can't be asking or desiring for your partner to make certain changes when you aren't willing to make certain changes yourself for them. Do you get my point? So change or wanting your partner to change or trying to get them to change is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a way and a manner to go about it. That's another huge revelation that I got from this video because like I said, prior to now, I didn't think it was right for anyone to desire their partner to change or to tell them to change the way they do this or they do that because, hey, when they married you or they agreed to date you, this is how they met you. So why are they now all of a sudden changing their mind? But things change over over time. Like I said, whether you're single or you're in a relationship or you're married, um, so, I mean, 
go with it, the change that works for all parties involved so yeah um these are some of the things i got from this amazing video it changed my mind um like i said i had some takeaways i'm going to be looking at dating and settling down a lot differently now and uh god willing and god being my guide and the holy spirit uh leading me i will um I'll do much better than I've been doing the past few years in terms of my dating life, you know. There's so many other takeaways and things that they talk about in this video. So, like I said, check the video out. There are lots to glean from it in terms of, you know, passages, some of the things I've shared in this video, and um, some really powerful quotes as well. Alright guys, so it's now time for something new and something new is the segment on this podcast where I talk about something new that I've discovered. could be food, could be a restaurant, could be a TV show, could be a movie, could be anything and I tell you guys what I think about it. Today I'm looking once again at cookies and it's the digestive chocolate cookies, you know, that has, have the chocolate uh, filling or whatever on top. I haven't bought this since it's been in this wrapping. When I used to buy this years ago, it was in like the cardboard box. I even thought it was discontinued. But when I was in the supermarket looking forward to buy for something new, I saw this. I was like, wow, okay. So they still actually do make these chocolate digestives, which at one point were my favorite uh, biscuits. And uh, I was happy to find them. How much was it? Well, like, I think 1250 or something like that. It's quite pricey, much more expensive than um, the one I did last week. Famous Amos Cookies. But there's so many more cookies in this one and so much larger than the famous Amos cookies. So here we go. I'm curious to see if the taste remains the same. I haven't had this in at least five years. So here it goes. Ah, it's pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Quite pricey though. 1,215 naira. I think these are best when you're on like a road trip. Somebody brings out their bag and you all of you are in a car and you just pass it around and eat in the car. It doesn't really feel like something that... Come to think of it, I hardly eat this at home. I back in the day, I used to eat it like while out, so I'm going like a road trip or some kind of excursion or something. But yeah, the good old um, chocolate milk chocolate digestives from back in the days that you know used to be in the cardboard box, but now they're in this nylon box and almost looks like there are even more cookies in this bag now. So that's it, guys. Um, this episode or this week's episode, I should say, of the 30 minute podcast. Did anything resonate with you? What are your thoughts on physical appearance? In dating and marriage how important is it to you or are those things to you on a scale from one to ten i say from me physical appearance before watching this pastor mildred and pastor kingsley's episode i'd say physical appearance was like a 6.5 over 10 importance while you know internals or values and personality was like a 3.5 but now things have changed i don't know what the new um distribution is but um now i, I will prioritize the internals a whole lot more so yeah you can send me a message on twitter or on instagram or on threads if you're watching this episode on youtube you can leave me a comment down below let me know what you think about physical appearance where it concerns um dating and marriage tell me what your experiences have been uh, have the people that um are less attractive or that you dated were they nicer people did they have better value did they treat you better or you know were the um good looking people were they scumbags you know like it sometimes tends to be because yeah it's good looking people they especially the ones who know they're good looking they're they, they can be asses sometimes to be honest thanks guys like subscribe share with friends family anyone that you think will enjoy this episode and i'll see you in the next episode peace